You're listening to a podcast from Victory. The Apostle Peter suffered from guilt and shame after denying Jesus, but Jesus reinstated him and renewed his life. Peter went on to preach the gospel to many. Listen to more of this story in week three of our series, Renew. And today we're going to look at a, a, a character in the Bible that I personally uh, very much can relate to. And, but before we, go, before we go there, let me just start off uh, with our topic. We'll be, we'll be talking about failures. And I guess most of us here, we've experienced uh, having failures, right? Nabiguna po tayo. It can be a, a small thing. Let's say uh, you just forgot to do a particular chore. Sa bahay po namin, no? um, share na lang, no? share ko lang, SKL. Okay? Uh, ako po yung, ano, yung tagatapon ng basura. <laughs> At uh, minsan, uh, Minsan, no, yun yung isang bagay pa nakakalimutan ko, Mondays yung ano namin eh, pagtapo namin ng basura eh. Tapos minsan pag nakakalimutan ko talaga, seeing my wife really um, do mo, uh, other stuff, I feel like, sayang naman, feel like a failure. <laughs> Ito dahil lang dito. It, it can be a small thing, but sometimes it can be a big thing. It can be our fault, it can be not our fault. If you're a student, or if you remember you were, you were a student before, you've experienced this, right? Nag-aral po tayo mabuti, nag-aral kayo mabuti, tas hindi pa rin sapat, you still failed, right? And for some of us here, maybe um, you forgot your anniversary. Oh no. <laughs> Major fail. Or maybe there's a quota that you didn't get to reach. You tried so hard, you really uh, did everything, but it doesn't work out. Or maybe it's just mishandling finances. You feel like a total failure. Yung nandito na yung ipon, ginamit natin, pero it just didn't work out and didn't feel like a failure. Or maybe in terms of our parenting, you know, maybe you've said something, we've said something, or we've done something that we wish we had not said or we had not done to our kids. Whatever it is, would you agree with me? In small things, big things, you and I have already experienced the feeling of failure. Tama po ba? Taas po kamay? We have all experienced that already in our lives. Big thing, small thing, our fault, not our fault. But regardless of that, wouldn't you agree? Whatever the cause is of that failure, whatever the magnitude of our failure, it does feel bad, right? Wala naman po sigurong nung nag-fail, masaya eh. Buti na lang, bumaksak ako. Buti na lang, nalugi kami. None of us have that. When we, when we experience failure, we don't feel good about it. In fact, sometimes parang nakakahiya pa nga na bumaksak tayo dito. Eh. Nakakahiya pa nga na nangyari ito. Eh. And today we're going to look at a particular person in the Bible who experienced lots of failures, epic fail. You see, another thing about Christianity is sometimes when we think about Christianity, and again, when I was new in the faith, I used to think that when I'm a Christian, I should not experience failures. Or kung meron man, dapat hindi ganun ka massive or hindi ganun ka kalala. Kristiyano na ako eh. Dapat hindi na ako nag-fail. Dapat hindi, na, hindi ako naka-experience ng something bad. And I used to think that way until I started reading the Bible and people started discipling me. I realized that the Bible, I used to think the Bible and the, the preaching of the pastor talks about people who are very good, who are very exemplary, who are a model of excellence. And I used to think, grabe, di ako kagaya nila. Galing-galing naman yan. David defeated this Goliath. I used to think that way. Until when I started reading the Bible and started, uh, people started discipling me, I realized that Christianity 
And even the stories in the Bible, the characters in the Bible, are ordinary people like you and me. Are people who also experience failures. Are people who also experience epic, massive failures of their lives. And I don't know about you, but isn't that comforting? Knowing that God can use failures. Knowing that God can use us when we fail to fulfill His purposes. And the, pe- the person that we're going to look at today is a person that I relate to the most in, uh, in terms of the character in the Bible, and that's Peter. And I'm sure most of us here, we know who Peter is. We know him as Jesus' number one guy. He's like the next in line. He is the leader of the church. He is like the one who preached and 3,000 people got saved. But when we start reading the Bible, we realize that Peter actually has a long list of failures. And let's just do a quick recap of how uh, the, the life of Peter. And later you'll see why this is important. Remember the first time that Jesus met uh, Peter? Peter was fishing because he was a fisherman and he has his friends with him, John and James. He was, uh, they were catching fish. Tapos all of a sudden, there's this guy shouting uh, along the shore saying, uh, Peter, tapon, may nahuli na ba kayo? Oh, wala eh. O tapon mo sa, sa kanan. Sino ba yun? Jesus. Eh, karpentero yun eh. Threw it on the right side. Then behold, swarms of fish started entering the net. Sobrang bigat. The, one of the biggest catch of their lives. And then Peter realized, oh, I have unbelief. Diba, ano sabi niya? Lord, depart from me, for I am a sinner. Grabe. Hindi ako naniwala dito. Rabbi yan, pero hindi ko siya pinanawalaan. And remember, this, there's this other time when Jesus asked Peter, who do you say I am? Do you remember what, Jesus, what Peter answered? You are Jesus, the son of the living God. So sabi ni Jesus, great job, you. Okay. Uh, well done, Simon Bar-Jonah, for, but, uh, for this is revealed to you, not by man, but by God. So parang si Peter, oh, yes. And then a couple of verses after, Jesus said, you know what, Peter, and to the other disciples, in a couple of months, I will go up to Jerusalem, I'll die on the cross, and then after three days, I'll rise again from the dead. You know what Peter said? Lord, wag, wag, bawal yan, wag. Lord, wag ka mamatay, wag ka pumunta doon. And what did Jesus say? Tantanan mo nga ako, demonyo ka. Get behind me, Satan. Why? Because he didn't see the purposes of God. This apostle didn't see the purposes of God. And then remember that time when they were traveling? Right now, you know, when we travel, we have cars, we have grab, we have taxis, and whatever modes of transportation. Pero dati naglalakad lang sila, or kung may horse, or they used the boat. Okay, so they were traveling, and while, while they were on the boat, there was a huge storm, okay? And the disciples are there, and Jesus was walking on water. Remember this story? Jesus was walking on water, and the disciples were like scared. Okay? I, I thought it's a ghost. That's what sabi ni Jesus. No, it's me, it's me. And what did Peter say? Would you remember this? Kung ikaw nga yan, can you tell me to go out of the water and I'll walk? And then Jesus said, Go. Challenge accepted. And then Peter went out of the boat. And then the, the, he was walking on water. And the disciples brought out their smartphones and started doing it in their stories. Okay? Wala pa pong stories na. <laughs> Pero kung meron, I'm sure. Okay? So he was walking. And then while he was walking, it was stig. He was walking on water. But when Peter saw the waves and the wind, and he slowly sank down because he realized that he has fear in his heart. He was doubting God. 
He was also pride, uh, proud and impulsive. Remember? Uh, there's, there's another story about uh, when Jesus was feeding the 5,000. Remember that? Jesus preached a powerful message. 5,000 people came. Men lang daw yon, not counting women and children. And then he said to his disciples, Pakainin natin sila. Kawa naman sila. The, the disciples were thinking, This is impossible, Lord. How can we do this? They started calculating the cost. Paano to, paano natin mapapakain to, Lord? And, and then Jesus did a powerful miracle. He fed the crowd with loaves of bread and fish. Remember that story? And then of course, the epic, epic, most probably familiar tayo kay, kay Peter, was that when he denied Jesus. Remember that? Last Supper. Naka-attend na po tayo ng despedida party. Okay? It's like a despedida party of Jesus. Last Supper, they were, he was eating with his disciples and he said among that, along that night, um, isa sa inyo, lahat kayo actually iiwan nyo ako. And the disciples were like, there's a commotion, could you imagine with me? Oh. And then Peter said, because of his impulsiveness, oh, ibahin mo ako, Lord! I will not deny you, Lord! Iba to, rock kata pangalan ko! Okay? And then Jesus said, no, 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 you will deny me three times. No, Lord, ibahin mo ako. Then guess what happened? Remember, when Jesus got caught, it was brought to the praetorium to be tried. Peter followed, sat down on the fireplace, and then there's this girl who asked her, him, Di ba kilala mo si Jesus? Hindi, ko kilala yan. Hindi, your accent gives it away. You're a Galilean. I beg your pardon. <laughs> I, I can just imagine maybe Peter changing, changing his accent. No, I don't know him. No, you do know him. No. And after that, the, crow, the, the rooster crowd, they wept bitterly. Remember that story? Epic fail. Imagine with me if you, were, if you were Peter. Long track record of failures. Lots of failures. That's what we're going to look at today. Can we bow down our heads and let's pray? God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, be known today that you are God. Pray that you would reveal yourself to us. And let fire come down from heaven and consume us, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. We'll be reading from John 21, verses 1 to 3. It says here, Simon, Peter, Thomas, Nathaniel of Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two other of his disciples were together. Simon, Peter said to them, I'm going fishing. They said to him, we will go with you. They went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. What's the background of this? Imagine with me, you're Peter. We've denied Jesus three times. Most of us here, we've experienced people backbiting us, backstabbing us. But what if, hindi ikaw yung nabackstab, hindi ikaw yung na, uh, backbite? What if we're the one who did that? And then all of a sudden, imagine Jesus, uh, Peter, okay? After he denied Jesus, Jesus died on the cross, and after three days, he rose from the dead, and he appeared to the disciples. Think with me, imagine with me, if you, were, if you were Peter, what would you be thinking? Okay, Jesus is alive, and kami yung disciples, will he still accept us? Kung kailan kailangan kami ni Jesus, wala kami dun. Well, let me go back to what I'm good at, which is fishing. So, I'm, go fi- I'm going fishing. Sama ba kayo? Sige, go, sama sila. Peter went back. Maybe I'm not good to be a disciple anymore. Maybe I'll just go back to being a fisherman. Started fishing. 
Here's the sad part. They caught nothing. How did, have you ever felt that? Yung parang lahat na lang ng ginagawa mo fail? Parang sablay na lang lahat? Ah, I'm a failure as a disciple. Now I'm a failure as a fisherman. <laughs> Next verse. Just as the day was breaking, Jesus stood on the shore. Yet the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to them, Children, do you have any fish? They answered him, No. Cast the net on the right side of the boat and you will find some. And then it says here, So they cast it and now they were not able to haul it in because of the quantity of the fish. Doesn't that sound familiar? Doesn't that sound familiar? Wala kami mahuli. Someone says, Tapo mo sa kanan. Then a, mag- a magnitude of fish was caught. Doesn't that sound familiar? Imagine with me, you're Peter. Hey, this sounds familiar. Then John, the other disciple, says, Jesus, you know? Jesus, uh, Peter uh, started putting on his clothes and he jumped on the water. Run to Jesus or swam to Jesus. Sounds familiar again. Then when he reached the shore, when they got out on the land, they saw a charcoal fire, <clears throat> charcoal fire in place with fish laid out on it and bread. Jesus said to them, come and have breakfast. Now none of this, the disciples dared ask him, who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them. And so with the fish, this was now the third time that Jesus was revealed to the disciples after he was raised from the dead. Now is it, doesn't this sound familiar also? Can you imagine with me the scene? Peter. Finally, this one-on-one um, time with Jesus. He just betrayed his master. Wala pang two months since he, dis- he betrayed Jesus. Then he saw there, there's, there's food. And then Jesus said, Tara, kain tayo. Breakfast tayo. And what's on, what's on the menu? Bread and fish. Oh, what's this? John was really taking time to make sure all these details were accounted. Bread and fish. Remember that time when G- Peter doubted Jesus? Grabe to. Ano naman to? Imagine if you're Peter. Sat down, ate with them. You see, that time when you have a meal with someone, you do that because you have that friendship. Jesus was telling them, hey, even though you betrayed me, I'm still considering you friends. Come on, let's eat. Let's have breakfast. Sagot ko na. Menus on me, bread and fish. I'm just imagining, no? Just when I, when I read the Bible, sometimes I'm, I'm imagining, ano kayong kinain nila? Bangus, mga ganun, sinugba, mga <laughs> calamari. But here's an important thing, that charcoal place. Did you know that the word charcoal place or the fireplace appeared only two times in the Bible? The first time it appeared was during Peter's betrayal of Jesus. It was deliberately put there by John. And among the fireplace where Peter was sitting, that's the time he betrayed Jesus. And then the second time is this moment. He was sitting down with Jesus on the charcoal place, uh, around the charcoal place. What could this be? It's as if God was reminding him of all his failures. And have you ever felt that? Naka-experience po ba kayo na alala niyo yung mga past and you've started feeling guilty? 
Have you ever felt that? You started rewinding things on your mind about things you did in the past and sometimes it bogs us down and it gets us, you know, feeling guilty and ashamed of ourselves. Tama ba? You started eating, started conversing. You see, here's the thing. What do we do when we experience failures? What do we do when we experience failures? And generally, we respond in two ways. The first one is that we, re- we respond to the feeling of guilt. And guilt is knowing that we broke something. We did something wrong. May ginawa tayong mali, kaya kailangan natin pagbayaran. That's why we need justice. That's guilt. We need to pay off our debts. We need to pay off our mistakes. Kasi may nagawa tayong kasalanan. But there's another aspect of it. And as Filipinos, as Asians, mas, mas familiar tayo sa ganitong uh, response to failures. And that is when it comes to shame. Pag may nagawa tayong mali, ang naisip natin, ano na lang? Sasabihin ng iba. Nakakahiya yung ginawa ko. You know what? I, 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 I was browsing through while preparing this message. Um, that's one of the main differences with, with the Western and the Eastern um, uh, world. The Western, mas mag-guilt-based sila. That's why we always hear, pay, justice. Pero sa Asians, especially Filipinos, na very communal, very familial, yung, pa, yung family, mas importante yung, mas, mas may bearing sa atin yung shame. Kaya, I guess most of us here, na, naririg yung nabutang sinabi sa atin ng parents natin dati, Ano na lang sasabihin ng kapitbahay natin? Shame. Shame-based. And who among you here, you've said this. Nakakaya. When we did something wrong, mas, pag, pag may nagawa kasi tayo mali, minsan kaya naman natin pagbayaran eh. You know, um, we broke something, pay it. We owe something, pay it. But the damage to the name, but the damage to the reputation, as a Filipino, that is very important to us. That's why we always say, nakakahiya. Ano nila sasabihin nila? In fact, we've experienced that already when it comes to church. Tiba? When we commit sin, we either have two responses. I need to fix myself first before I go to church. That's guilt. Or, since I already did something wrong, wag na ako mag-church. Ano nila sasabihin ng, life group, ng victory group leader ko? Kakarinig ko lang nung preaching nung Sunday. I did something wrong. And then we started messaging our leaders, ah, I'm too busy, oh, I really have something to do. When in fact, the real issue is there's shame. Sometimes when we fail, sometimes when we commit mistakes, sometimes when we sin, we either fall on two responses, guilt and shame. Let's go back to how Jesus dealt with the failure of, G- of Peter. It says here in verse 15, when they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Simon, do you love me more than these fish? <laughs> the biggest catch of your life. Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these disciples? Whatever that word these means, Jesus was now asking Peter, Peter, love mo ba ako? Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? 
And then verse 16, it says here, he said to him, he said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, feed my lambs. He said to him a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Imagine if you were Peter. You just committed, committed the biggest failure of your life. And then there's this rewind of all your mistakes. And then after breakfast, Jesus asks you, Love mo ba ako? Peter, do you love me? Lord, I love you. Feed my sheep. Uh, Peter, do you love me? Yes, Lord. Know that I love you. Tend my lambs. Peter, do you love me? Yung una, kaya pe. Pangalawa, pwede pe. Pero isn't it true? Pangatlo, parang, Lord. Lord, Lord, I love you. But I just don't know if... Remember before this, Peter said, you will all betray me. Peter said, no, 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 not I. Iba ako, Lord. And then Jesus saying, do you love me more than these? Lord, there's something in this conversation that's very personal. John could have ended his episode, but he deliberately put that there in the 21st chapter because he wants all of us here to know how God responded to Peter's failure. And here's another thing. Some commentaries say this is not a major deal, but some commentaries say that it is a major deal, especially kung sobrang dikit-dikit yung salitang love. Here's something interesting. The word love that Jesus used, do you love me? The Greek word of that was the word agape. Do you agape love me? Agape is used for unconditional, committed, self-giving, sometimes tagged as divine kind of love. It's the uh, highest form of love. Sa atin po kasi ang Tagalog ng love is what? Pag-ibig or mahal. But in the Greek word, they use, I think in the Bible, they use four words, but they have eight, six to eight other words for love. And the highest of that is agape. Do you agape love me, Peter? In such a way that love is the highest form of commitment, always self-giving, not giving up? Is that the kind of agape love that you have for me? Do you agape love me, Peter? And you know what's interesting? Hindi kita sa translations natin. Peter responded, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. But he used the word phileo for that love. Phileo is a word for love for friends. Yung, yung pag may friend, diba, most of us here, we have friends naman, no? We are ready to fight for them, we're there for them, we're taking care of them, but it's a different kind of love when it comes to God. Imagine that interplay. How many times did Jesus ask Peter if he loves him? Three. The first two of them, Peter, Jesus was asking, Peter, do you agape love me? Uh, Lord, 
I phileo love you. <laughs> no, no, Peter, do you agape love me? Lord, I phileo love you. I can only love you to that level. And here's, the, here's what's interesting. The third question of Jesus. Jesus said, Peter, do you phileo love me? Now it adds color to Peter's response when he said, Lord, you know everything. That's why he was grieved. Because he asked for the third time. And the third time, nagpileyo si Lord. <laughs> Lord, you know everything. You know that I phileo love you. Peter was broken already. He learned this lesson. He wasn't saying, I love you more than them, oh. Yes, Lord, I agape love you. He gets us thinking, isn't that true sometimes us as Christians? We've made all those claims and cries to God. Lord, I love you. But when we experience failure, what does God do? Peter, do you agape love me? Lord, I feel I love you. Do you agape love me? Lord, I feel I love you. Do you feel I love me? Lord, you know everything. You know, I feel I love you. What was Jesus doing here? You see, and here's the same thing with us when we experience failures. See, God meets us where we are. Lord, I'm dito lang eh. Lord, ito lang eh. I can't agape love you, Lord. <laughs> I can only do this, and this is my everything, Lord. <laughs> you know everything, Lord. You know that I, you, I, I feel you love you, Lord. And God's not like, ah, hindi ka pala agape, di hindi kita mamahalin. What kind of commitment is that, Apostle Peter? How can I entrust my church to you? But that's not how Jesus did it. He met us where we are. He, meet, he met Peter where he was. And isn't it true when it comes to our life, he meets us where we are. What are your failures? What are we, what are we going through? Has there ever been a time that you feel like, Lord, I just can't seem to bring it there? But Jesus is saying, no, 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 no. I'm coming down to you. You see, when we experience failures, what do we do? Do we try to pay our guilt? Do we try to cover our shame? Or do we run to Jesus knowing that Jesus restores us? Jesus restores us. Jesus restores us. How does he do that? How does he restore us? He forgives the guilty. How does he forgive the, gu- how does he forgive the guilty? Much more than having now been justified by his love, we shall be saved from the wrath of God through him. God saved us from the wrath of God. Jesus saved us from the wrath of God when he took all our sins on the cross. He paid the price of our guilt. He does not only forgive the guilty, but he also restores the shamed. Jesus also restore, restores the shamed. He gives restoration for the shamed. How did he do that? He did that on the cross. That's why the Bible is telling us, as we read through this, we realize that we need to focus on Jesus. When we fail, not cover it up by, with our shame, not run away and pay it up by guilt. No, we run to Jesus. This is what Hebrews 12 2 says. Looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame. He took the shame so that we don't have to live a life full of shame. Jesus took the shame of our sin. 
And He's not counting it against us. He took it upon Himself, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Jesus restores us. That is the love, that is the Jesus that Peter encountered. Peter has met Jesus for three years already, but he wasn't as changed as as he was here. After this encounter, he wasn't the same anymore. What happened? It's the love of God that changed him. It's how Christ accepted him. Three times Peter denied Jesus, and three times Jesus publicly showed that he was restoring Peter to him. Peter, when I go away, you will leave this church. (laughs) What changed in him? It's the love of God. In the same way, what changes our hearts? More theology, more doctrine, those are important. But more than that, it's the knowledge, experience, the reality of the love of God. It changes us from the inside out. It, it makes us aware that we, our guilt is paid and our shame is, has been dealt away with by Jesus. That's why we were saying that song a while ago. We're no longer slaves to fear. Why? Because we know the love that accepted us to his family. It changed Peter. After this, Peter wasn't the same person anymore. And Peter, Jesus has always been saying, tend my sheep, feed my lambs, feed my sheep. It's Jesus' way of saying, I redeemed you so that you could lead I redeemed you so that you could lead. In the same way for us here in this room, I believe God is calling us right now. Oh, Pastor, I feel guilty. Eh? I, I, I'm still ashamed of my sin. Eh? <laughs> Jesus knows. But He calls us to Himself. And He wants us to see the love of God that changes a person. Why? Because when He redeems us, He he doesn't just redeem us so that we could feel good. He redeems us so that we could lead. Lead in what? Not just in ministry, not not just as a victory group, but lead wherever you are, in the industry that you are, the family, the family that you have, that we all have, the platforms that we all have. He redeemed us so that we could advance His kingdom. Not just so that we can feel good about ourselves. He redeemed us so that other people can experience the love that pays the guilt. A love that covers the shame. He redeemed us so that we can lead. I believe right now, God wants to remind all of us here, even as we take this time to pray, that God loves you. It's a very, very simple, cliche, gasgasna overused word a set of sentences but God loves us He covers our shame He pays our guilt Thank you for listening to this message For more messages like these from other Victory Centers please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcasts